Hello everyone and welcome back to Knowing Wheel episode 55. Yes, it's a Carlos Sainz special edition uh, this week. Of course, it's the Spanish Grand Prix as well, so we thought, you know, we'll line this up. So episode 55. Yeah, that was planned from the very beginning. It <laughs> was absolutely planned uh, right from the get-go. But, of course, as you would have now already heard, as always, we're joined by Jamie183. How, how are we doing, mate? I'm very good, thank you. Uh, yeah, good to be here and got little bit of stuff to go over before the Spanish Grand Prix. Yes. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. So we kind of decided, you know, there wasn't a huge amount of news between the last Grand Prix in Miami and the Spanish Grand Prix this weekend. We have got a few little bits and pieces to get through, so timestamps will be down below. Uh, so we also kind of decided today where this is the last, or the Miami Grand Prix was the last solo race by itself, unless Russia doesn't get replaced this year. We thought now would be a good time. Uh, to do a bit of a tier list so far for our 2022 drivers. But of course, before we jump into that though, uh, links to everything will be featured down below. You know, if you're interested in checking out Bybit, definitely, definitely worth a check out for them. Uh, obviously, we've then also got the Clips channel, Manscaped, um, F1 merch as well, of course. You know, if you want to check out some of the lines from there, they did have quite a big sale going on over the last couple of weeks, but that might now be over. At the time of recording this, but always still some good lines to check out over there. Jamie, is my PA, have I forgot anything to mention? Uh, Spotify. Spotify, yes, was the big one. I knew I was forgetting something very important, you know. A massive thank you to all of you guys for the continued support on Spotify. If you're not already, uh, please go give us a follow over there as well. If you prefer listening to your podcast without getting to see Jamie and I's, I think both <laughs> pretty tired faces. I on, wouldn't blame you. On, no. on a Monday night. No, we would not. Uh, at the end of the day there. I just want to say as well a quick thank you now for 46,000 subscribers. Less than uh, less than 4,000 to go uh, before 50k. My maths almost fail failed me there. But I think we've got through all of sort of the normal pre-podcast stuff, Jamie. Do we want to get into the nitty gritty today? Yeah, let's do it. Let's, let's go on with it. Are we going with tier list first or are we just going through our quick news bits first? Uh, I reckon we do the news first. It's time for it's the news. Top. Why have we not done that before? That's a great idea. What, Just rip off Top Gear. Let's do the news. Yeah. What right. What of you can you tell me about the all new Dacia Sandero? Then, <laughs> it's good news. No, let's move on. Spain are. Yeah, I it have is a good news. source for this. It is good news. Uh, Spain are trying to get rid of the final chicane. Yes. Uh, which everyone's basically hated unanimously since it got bought in. Yep. And do you remember which year it got brought in? 2007. Yes. I'm very because impressed. Because I've just been watching through season reviews because that's how fun my life is. Uh, that was a cry for help. <laughs> so, yeah, it's going back to, I assume, just a flat second last corner, flat final corner. Although back in 2006 and prior, it wasn't flat because obviously no. the cars were not as good in the corners as they are now. Um, no. But yeah, the reason why it was changed in the first place was for safety and weirdly to try and boost overtaking opportunities. But yeah, it didn't really achieve the second one of those. I think it was definitely was safer, but now the cars are a lot safer than they were in 2006 and prior. It doesn't, the safety isn't really a consideration anymore because yeah. That's a very dark statement. <laughs> yeah, but the safety isn't an issue in that particular corner. No, any other no I know track. what you mean. Yeah. So, <laughs> so they can go back to how it was. Without any real real worries. That's a mouthful. Yes, yeah. So, yeah. So, I mean, originally as well, the big reason why it actually got changed was motorbike racing. Uh, but, yeah, obviously the circuit owners, you know, after Turn 10 last year got reprofiled. I think we kind of hoped that would make a bigger difference than it did. But, unfortunately, it kind of made one of the only other overtaking places on the track 
even less of an overtaking place because yeah. the braking zone was less. Um, but yeah. obviously they've now sort of said, you know, the the track, they want to put a lot of money into it and they want to make the entire circuit now FIA grade one, including those final two corners or what would now become uh, the final two corners. So I think we'd probably see motorbikes still using one of the chicanes. But I mm. always wondered as well why F1 used the second chicane rather than the first one. Because at least yeah, even then it, it gave you an extra 15 metres of sort of yeah. run back down out of the final yeah. corner. Unfortunately, yeah, it does look like Catalonia is here to stay. There was a lot of rumours that it wasn't going to be on Once the grid Alonso much longer. went, yeah. Yeah, but now because science has found itself at a top team and Alonso is obviously here until 2030, oh, uh, apparently. Uh, yeah, it's, it's not going to go anywhere. So, unfortunately, we're stuck with Catalonia. I think they should just clean up Valencia and go back there. I mean, Valencia, actually, well, I think we kind of look at that with far more nostalgia than it ever really deserved, don't we? No, there was one good race, but it just happened to be the last race there. Yeah. So. But the race before that was, I think, the first Grand Prix ever with no overtakes at all, wasn't it? That's not it? true. That's not true. I know that stat. That's not true. Is that it not had true? one. Button overtook Rosberg for fourth. Where? <laughs> Lap six or something. It was very early on. But right, okay. That 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 seems. Here's it, a fun then. story. I want. I got F1 TV, which I'm sure most people know what it is. Yeah. You get uh, access to all the old races, most of them, or like at first anyway. When I got it, it was only supposedly good races that they had in full. Yes. Yeah. So you could only watch certain races that were deemed worthy of going on in full. And did they and have Valencia the... 2011? No, it wasn't this. It was the week before Monaco. Uh, whatever year it was, I can't remember. So I was like, oh, I'll just watch some old Monaco races, get myself hyped a bit. I chose Monaco 2004. No, 2003, I think. And uh, I was like halfway through the race. It was quite dull. And I did some research. And Monaco 2003 is the most recent race that has no overtakes after lap one. And it's deemed worthy of going on there as a classic Monaco race. <laughs> I mean, I'm trying to think, because when you said 2004, of course, I thought that was what, like, was the really one good. in 14 races Schumacher didn't win in a row, wasn't yeah. it? That stopped yeah, him from destroying the Seb record. I think. 03 was Montoya. I was going to say, let's be fair, if you want to chuck a classic Monaco Grand Prix on there, you've just put 1996 up. 2011. In my opinion, 2011 was another good shout, but 96 was. But Monaco is next week, else. so we'll get back to this. We will, yeah. I was going to say, we've, we've jumped the gun there slightly. Somehow we've gone from the Spanish final two corners to Monaco. Um, yeah, well, it's quite similar. Similar really. vibes. Think configuration, yeah. isn't it? I mean, that's really the only reason why the Spanish Grand Prix has been on the calendar for the last few years, so teams could work out who was going to be OP at Monaco a week yeah. later by just looking at the final sector times. But yeah, let's try and rein it back in then, Jamie. Back to Spain. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, if they did get... I think if they were going to try and make the final two corners FIA Grade 1 again, I'd imagine what we might see is, say, that rather than having two 90-degree corners, the first one be like 60 degrees, but a little bit mm. earlier. So, say, for example, the apex would be at the same point it is now, and then you kind of head out towards the outside wall in towards the final corner. Yeah. And then have a bit of sharper turn with a bit of a breaking zone. Yeah, yeah. Even well, I mean, I don't even think you'd have to break still. You have to, no. Or if you yeah. would, it would only be sort of a blend, wouldn't it? it might be down one gear. Yeah. Because the only reason why that final corner is tricky now is just because you're trying to get on the throttle from low yeah. speed. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, back like '06, prior to the chicane being put in, it was quite difficult to take flat. It, Especially like with groove tires. Yeah. Yeah. 
So like it was quite a challenge trying to take the speed onto the straight, which if anything made it a better overtaking point into turn one, because like it was having yeah. to take the most speed through the final corner. Exactly, but, yeah. and I mean especially now, obviously we can look at a lot of these things and go, well now we've actually got cars that can stay close together. It does open up a lot of possibilities on a lot of circuits, doesn't it? If they'd said this last year, we would kind of gone. Nee, can't really do a lot with it anyway. No. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we'll wait and see about that one though. Again, you know whether that's just other uh, circuit hosts trying to build up some hype around it, and they're actually looking at it going, "There's no way we can do this." You yeah, never I, I don't know. expect a huge rate, a, a, a amazing race to be fair this weekend. No, no, exactly. I mean, we'll talk. We'll do predictions. I think at the end of the podcast, yeah. won't we? Um, other big news though this week: Nick DeFries. Is getting a young driver practice test with Williams, and that has upset a lot of people, myself included. Because he's 27. Um, which is probably older than half the grid. It's got to be close, hasn't it? Yeah. I mean, looking at it, yeah, he's got to be... So, yeah, looking at what's on my screen right now. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven... 8, 9, 10, 11, Jamie can 12. learn how to count. 13 drivers DeVries is older than. You've got 13 there, have you? Fair enough. Let's see. It must Maybe, have been about... You know, I was going to say it must Ocon be... Or something like that, but yeah. Yeah. No, because Ocon pretty, was only yeah. 19 in 2016, wasn't he? Yeah. That was a long time ago, though. So well, Six years ago, Jamie. So funny enough, he'd yeah. be 25 now, was kind That's of true. my logic That's there. <laughs> yeah, so basically DeVries is really old. Yes. Um, but <laughs> Back to, to the fair, point. He does... I think he deserves a shot, at least. Oh! Like, he can't do... He won a like, pretty, back in F2. He won a pretty he, dead F2 campaign, though, didn't he? Did. he? After being there for yeah. quite a while. But the year before, with which was the, the Russell-Norris-Alban year, yeah. he did finish fourth, basically, on the same amount of points as those three. Well, George Russell dominated that year. Yeah, but he wasn't far behind Alban and, Rus- Alban and Norris. But to be but fair... But he was a bit older. I was going to say, he's only, what, a year older than Alban... But he was about four years older than Norris. And Norris and he had a lot of experience left too. Yeah, he'd already been there a couple of years at that point. So the fact, you know, he was losing to, let's be fair, what was, Lando Norris was only 18 at the time, wasn't he? Yeah. And Nick DeVries must have been, what, 24? That would have been 2018. So, yeah, he's been 23. 23, 24, yeah. So, yeah, yeah, I think he's, if he were to get a seat, he wouldn't be the worst driver on the grid. No, no. Um, Unless he replaced Latifi. But yeah, he's yeah, it's he's not that exciting, especially when you got Oscar Piastri, who we absolutely uh, adore. Yeah, I mean this podcast. this podcast <laughs> ends up just being an Oscar Piastri stan account for about an hour a yeah. week, but still. I mean, that probably, Jamie, leads us quite nicely into our next talking point though. I guess we can wrap into this. We had a bit of a weird Twitter drama this week, didn't we? Where some random journalist from Canada Alle- not even related to F1. Not even related to F1. <laughs> alleged that Latifi had been dropped by Williams. And like we yeah. said, he had no source. He wasn't a Formula 1 journalist. And then about three hours later, come out saying he was wrong. And you're there like, yeah. what was the point in that whole ordeal? Yeah, he was basically annoyed that, is it like Vancouver's own Nicholas Latifi or wherever he's from? Yeah. I can't remember. Ontario? I don't even know. Is Ontario in Canada? Yes. I think Yeah, I think it might be that. But wherever he's from, he was like, oh... Ontario's own Nicholas Latifi fired from Williams F1 team. Yeah. And replaced by Nick DeVries, supposedly. But yeah, this 
it was absolute rubbish. So yeah, I mean, <laughs> no idea what that was about. No, we've kind of seen rumors, haven't we? Recently, you know, apparently Piastri, they're trying to look towards putting him in the car as well. We always get to this kind of time of the year, and people are like, "Oh, the reigning F two type champion who didn't get a seat should get a seat." Yeah, yeah. I mean, so, again, we'll, we'll yeah. discuss this a lot more in just a minute, won't we? When we get into the tier list, but I think we can safely say now, Latifi's going in the bottom tier. I mean, that, oh yeah, it's not really hiding There's, any yeah. shame. Um, but I don't think he's going to survive another year, and I think he might make it to the end of this year. But surely That's now, sure, if yeah. Williams, yeah. if Williams want to be a serious team again, Albon's delivered the goods so far, but Latifi yeah. has got to go. I think so. I think so. Yeah. Well, we'll wait and see about that, though. Like we said, uh, we'll talk about that in just a moment. I think the last big piece of news, then, Jamie, is apparently. Ferrari are meant to be bringing even... No, Ferrari and Aston Martin, sorry, are meant to be bringing mm. even more upgrades this weekend. Ferrari's yeah. apparently going to even about three tenths. Aston Martins are a bit more controversial, though, aren't they? Yeah. <laughs> They're laying down the gauntlet. I didn't quite... I remember how much it was they said that they were going to gain, but they think it's like a basically a B-spec car. Yeah. But only for Lance Stroll this race. Yes. Which is quite funny. I mean, it is, it's again, like we've, we've, we say it every week, aren't we? We're not Aston Martin fans. Um, we, no. we just sort of laugh in the background going, but, you know, it's whatever like, thing they do, people are unhappy. <laughs> it's like when you're playing like uh, school football and your dad's the coach and he just puts you number 10 every week. Yes. That's yeah. basically what Lance Stroll's living. So. <laughs> I mean, it's a good life, to be fair. <laughs> but again, like a few yeah. people have said... Stroll has been in the car more this year. Perhaps he could give better feedback to the team. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he'll probably crash it, but... Yeah. <laughs> Who knows? That's true. Or Magnus will come and find him and crash into him. Oh, that like was... he was doing the last 10 laps of Miami. They just... I mean, both Aston Martins and both Haskells last week just they were decided just they were going to crash yeah. the shit out of each other. <laughs> was what yeah. happened on in the afternoon. Um, but, I mean, yeah... Going back to the Ferrari upgrades, though, again, of course, you know, Mattia Bonotto, Harry Potter himself, has kind of said, you know, so far this year, Red Bull have been piling on the upgrades, everything like that. Now it's Ferrari's turn. What are the bets yeah. this upgrade's going to make the car slower? <laughs> True Ferrari style. It's been a while since one of them, to be fair. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, if it does gain in three tenths, that would put them quite clear at the top. because I wouldn't I say think... quite clear. Arguably, Red Bull have a slightly faster car, right, uh, as of Miami. Yeah. But... Not by more than a tenth, I don't think. I'd say, yeah, I was going to say between a tenth and two tenths yeah. at most. And even that sort so, of changes yeah. around with track temperature and things like that. Yeah, so there's a long way to go in the season. Of yeah. course, if Ferrari do smash it, then Red Bull have just got their own upgrades coming. So it's exactly. not, yeah, it won't define the season unless it's suddenly like a second quicker, which is it won't happen. And I mean, so. to, to be fair, Spain and Monaco both should be Ferrari tracks anyway. They should based be based on this, on this season, season so far. Which is weird. Like we said last week. <laughs> yeah, all the, all the Red big Bull three of the roles are reversed. Yeah, very, yeah. very strange. But I mean, like I said, we'll, we'll talk about that later on in the show. Shall we get then, Jamie, into our tier list? Yeah, we shall. Now, how do we want to do this? Do we want to do it based on Drivers' Championship? Reverse Drivers' Championship? I reckon Reverse Constructors, if that's not too confusing for you. I mean, you're going to have to get up the list for Constructors. I think, do we not know it? I think Probably. It. Well, Williams are bottom. Yes. Yeah, because uh, they've got uh, like yeah, three points. I mean, yeah. yeah so you... Let's start with Williams. Okay. I've got it up. Yeah. Wonderful. So, Alex Albon. 
what Alex do we think? Albert. Now, I think he's been pretty all right. This is kind of a tier list, but also a mini sort of first five race review, isn't it? Yeah. Alex Albert. I think before the season, I thought, well, this is a big step sideways for Williams. Who who on earth decides they're going to make a Dams tribute team? Other, I, I would say backwards. I think everyone basically... Oh, yeah. Sorry, yeah. Albert. But I saw, in comparison to who else they yeah. were looking at, it kind of seemed like a step sideways. It didn't seem like a particularly yeah. brilliant move. Albon, though, fair play. Outside of a Red Bull, he's delivered the goods. Now, he's got a pretty low baseline to go up against. We're not going to yeah. hide away from that. And there's always the speculation, though, maybe... You know, say you stick a George Russell or a Hamilton or a Verstappen in that car, how much more could they get out of it? But he's done pretty well so far. He has. And it's it's been a good little knack of, like, doing well in the races where no one finishes. He's, he's he, been he there, hasn't he? Points. He's yeah. been there to pick up the pieces. And that's important when you're a team like Williams still. Yeah. And they're quite unlucky to be bottom of the championship, I think. Um, um... Actually, are they? I mean, they've probably got the slowest car. They don't seem to be able to get qualifying sorted, which, yeah. again, is like the opposite of last year. Yeah. They don't seem to have a qualifying car. But they're always kind of there or thereabouts in the race in terms of the bottom. Yeah, they're, like, they're there, they're not, aren't they? Never, exactly. They're never cut off like they were back in 2019 no. and stuff. Or at least Albert isn't. Latifi no. sometimes <laughs> is still. Um, but, I mean, again, they probably, like we said, have probably got the slowest car still. Not by a yeah. lot. And especially, obviously, in race trim, it seems to be a lot closer to everyone else. You know, qualifying, they're a good sort of two, three tenths away, aren't they, most weeks? Yeah. Um, but in the race trim, they're, they're doing pretty well. And like we said, Albon, he scored 100% of that team's points. He's had a good little run of form recently. I think he's 5 up on qualifying. Yeah, he's got to be 5-0. Is, is, is it 4-0? How many races have there been? 5. He's got to right, yeah. be. No, uh, he must be 4-1 because of Australia. Oh, he got to qualify from one of them, didn't yeah. he? Yeah, and he still scored points that weekend. Yeah, and cost you someone out if I if I'm fantasy if I remember correctly. Yes, he did so. screw me in fantasy as well. I had forgot about that, but thank you for the reminder. Albon, you're going in the bin, mate. Um <laughs> <laughs> No, I think a B tier. I was Albon. gonna say exactly the same. Albon has been a solid B B tier driver. You don't expect him to get a call up to a big team because of it, but he's done everything Williams need, especially after they lost George Russell. Yeah, yeah. And that quite nicely compares to Nicholas Satifi. Who... Yeah, and he has taken a massive step backwards this year. Because towards the end of last year, obviously the, over the whole season, he was not really close to Russell at all. No. But by the end, did he not qualify Russell two of the last three races or something? He did not qualify him in Brazil, didn't he? Yeah. So he, he was getting closer to what Russell was doing. We're like, okay, maybe he's become respectable. Yeah. And then this year, he just has stopped. So... <laughs> I mean, it really started at the end of last year, didn't it? Yeah. Because that was such an unforced error, which handed Max the title, which we absolutely love. But yeah, still, it was such a poor showing. And I, but, yeah, yeah, I can understand why I knocked his confidence completely. But yeah, it's a it's a big sport, isn't it? You got to just pick yourself up and get on with it. Exactly, exactly. Especially when Dad is writing the checks for you. Still, I mean, yeah. he is he's not this year's version of Mazepin because. Obviously, we hated Mazepin for a lot of reasons, both inside and outside of the sport. Um, but, I mean, Latifi's only sort of personality trait as well on the grid is, hey, I like Nutella. I'm the fun yeah. Canadian that everybody yeah. loves. <laughs> and you're sort of there like, he's just not delivering, Why? is he? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think if there is a bin tier, he's in it. He's got to be. He has <laughs> been the worst driver on the grid so far this year. Yeah. Stacked it in Bahrain. Uh, sorry, in... 
Jeddah three times? Twice? Three times? Twice? Yeah, one on each day, wasn't it? One Saturday, one Sunday. Yeah. Um, Both completely unforced. Him and Stroll had their weird incident in Australia. Yeah. Um, he, did cr- he crashed in Bahrain, did he not? Or he didn't finish it? Did he not finish Bahrain? I thought he or did. Or he did something stupid, didn't he? Did he? Uh, I'll do some research real quick. Did he not finish Bahrain? I oh, know he did. He did finish. I it. thought he finished yeah. Bahrain. Yeah. Um, Australia. Then again, just obviously after the crash with Stroll on Saturday, he was basically nowhere, nowhere Sunday. Yeah. Imola again, nowhere. And yep. then Miami, like we spoke about last week, he was way off the pace for a lot yeah, of the afternoon. Was, yeah. And I think, near. like we said, if someone's going bin tier. It's got to be Nicholas Satifi at the end of the day. There's no point having a bin tier if no one's going in it at the end of the day. Yeah. And if we were going to put our money on anyone not being in the sport next year, it would be Nicholas Satifi. Yeah. So moving on to Aston Martin. Yes. Three drivers. Um, three drivers to do, which is always fun. Should we start with Hulk? We'll, we'll he, start uh... with Hulk. And I think he was all right. He wasn't great, either he didn't stack it or have awful pace. So, yeah, obviously I love Hulkenberg, so I'm going to be biased. But I think a, a nice little C would be nice for him. I think C tier is... I was worried you were going to say B then. I think <laughs> C tier is completely fair. Came in, very did, short notice. He did what you can expect from a reserve driver, basically. Yeah, yeah. Came in with pretty much no notice, of course, after Seb got COVID. Had no prior testing in the car. Had probably an Aston Martin car that they didn't really understand either. It was not good over those first couple no. of races. And nearly scored points didn't he in Jeddah yeah he came 12th 13th 11th or 12th wasn't it got a bit lucky because everyone started taking each other out at the end but yeah yeah, still (laughs) you know it's what you'd expect from a standard and he outqualified Stroll he did a day's notice in Bahrain yeah which isn't that impressive when you remember how bad Stroll is at qualifying generally yeah but Jamie's going to try and claim that still Lance Stroll then where do we sit on Sir Lance hmm it's a weird one. We've gone over Aston Martin so many times, it feels like, to be honest. Yeah. But, yeah, he's he's been inoffensive, but still not great. No. I think is the best way to describe. In terms of points, aren't so Seb's on... Seb's got four. Four. Lance has got and one, on hasn't two. he? Has he got two, has he? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. he did so still score a point, didn't he, at Miami? Um, yeah. Despite him and K-Mike just trying to just crash into each other each all afternoon. The whole time. Um... <laughs> Imola, again, we 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 keep going back to this, don't we? We completely sort of wrote Aston Martin off before Imola, and he had a solid weekend there. Wasn't quite the same as Seb, but still got the job done at the yeah. end of the day. Um, Australia was a bit of a disaster show, to be honest. Yeah, And definitely. then Jeddah as well, he got involved in a late race incident, didn't he, if I remember was, correctly? Yeah, he took out Albon. Yes, yeah, yeah down at Turn 1, wasn't it? Up two positions, yeah. Yeah, and then... Bahrain before that again, you know, Aston Martin were Part pretty much nowhere. in nowhere. Yeah. Um, so, do we say he's delivered worse than Hulk so far this year? Because he's a full-time driver. In terms of expectation, I mean, two points isn't that bad No. in that car. But then, yeah, I don't know what D tier is for, because I can't think of anyone who's going to be lower than that. <laughs> I can think of one. I think one. C. You're not putting Joe in there. No. I can think of someone else that's probably <laughs> okay, that's deserving of detail. Let's stick Stroll in C. We put in Stroll in C as well. We'll put him yeah. below Hulkenberg then, shall we? All right. He hasn't yeah. delivered as well as Hulk so far. 
And then we move up to Sebi Boy. Obviously, only he's done mm. the three races this year. After Australia, we were both very worried, we weren't we? Him. We did <laughs> rinse him. And he Which, pretty much immediately yeah. sort of threw that back in our faces. I don't know if Seb watches the podcast. If you do, mate, and you want to come on at some point and just hurl oh, abuse yeah, at us for an hour, we would be down <laughs> for that, by all means. You know, he was on Question Time last week, did a fantastic job on there. Um, yeah. Yeah, I think Seb... I think Australia, did, what happened there? Uh, he crashed yeah, I... on Friday, he crashed on Saturday, he oh, crashed yeah, on yeah. Sunday. It was a disaster. Yes. And then he came back and got eighth in Imola when he could have been better he was quite unlucky towards the end he could have been seventh at least i think yeah but um, again but in terms bad of car car. Pace back then yeah that was so good and then miami probably would have got points if mick schumacher didn't blow him up definitely would have got more points in miami yeah so yeah should we be kind to seb i think seb's beat here yeah i think he's been better than the other two aston martin drivers yeah in terms of exactly yeah could... if you discount australia he's definitely been very good so he could have possibly been eight here if he'd scored points as well at australia but yeah, but that that was such a disaster class. It was like, not yeah. not great. And obviously, again, we, we can make excuses from time to time. But he's been in the sport for fifteen years. You kind of hope two races out, you'd be able to jump back in and do a bit better than that. But I think I think yeah. B tier is fair. Which team next is up, up next? Then, Jim, is it Haas? Haas. Yeah. yeah, who are eighth? Who should not be eighth? So we'll start with Mick Schumacher <laughs> because he is the sole reason why they're not higher. Yep. And. He needs to pick it up very fast. Desperately <laughs> fast. He's still not scored a point. Nope. One of two drivers. Arguably the fifth fastest mm. car, I want to say. At points, it's been fourth or fifth, but overall, probably maybe sixth. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, Magnussen has scored all the points in that team after having a year and a half out and no preparation. So, yeah, Mick Schumacher. We kind of... It's maybe realised, I don't know about you, but it's maybe realised just how bad Mazepin was last year. Yes. Because Schumacher trounced him, and yeah. now he's going up against a semi. And Ma- Magnussen, historically, isn't actually that good. Like In a car that suits matched... him, Magnussen can be pretty decent. <clears throat> yeah, but he was never, like, top. No, no. So the fact that Schumacher trounced Mazepin and is now getting demolished by someone who's average, maybe slightly above average at best, it's not... It's not good for Mazepin. It's not no. good for Schumacher either at the minute. It's not great so, for either, is it? Yeah. And I mean, this was He's kind of what we were... qualifying? Yeah, this is kind of what we were worried about last year, wasn't it? You know, we sort of said, you know, Mick's got no baseline to go up against. We were yeah. kind of rating him as like a mid-spec driver because we had nothing to base it on. Uh, but yeah. this year, it's kind of been... Not exposed as such, because, you know, he is still young. He is still learning. Um, but... Especially in Miami, you can definitely tell now the pressure is on for Mick and he's feeling it. Yeah. Um, again, though, I think we always talk about the Mick Schumacher second season, don't we? Obviously, hasn't really been able to come into full effect in F1 this year because, of course, it's completely new regs. So if he yeah. does keep his seat for next year, I think we could see him come back a lot stronger. But that's not how you run a Formula 1 career. That's not how you no. have longevity in the You've sport. You've got to hit the ground running. Exactly. You've got to be able to adapt pretty quickly. I think if we get to the summer break and he's right with Magnussen, fair play to him. We'll, we'll give yeah. him the benefit of the doubt. But He outqualified Magnussen in Miami and yes. probably could have got points if Alonso didn't cheat. Um, and then he took Seb out. Yeah, but that was, yeah, that was on him. But it was like a direct consequence of him losing DRS yeah. of Alonso because he just did, couldn't bother doing a tight section. <laughs> but... Yeah, he needs to pick it up. I think D. 
for I for the think mix. he's perfect for D tier at the moment. Hasn't quite been yeah. as shocking as Latifi, although did have that massive crash at Jeddah, which yeah. I mean to be fair, Jeddah he might have scored points there had he been able to. But that race. was a driver error. I think that's on him. Yeah, no, I completely agree with you. Um, but I'm just saying, yeah. you know, that car was quick enough that weekend that he probably it would have been a good test for him to yeah. see where he could and, have gone. And, it. He, and he stacked it under the first bit of pressure that he had. So. Got a bit unlucky with the curb design as well, but a mistake's well, a mistake, and I can. Everyone else agree did you. that curve in Q1 and didn't crash. Well, yeah, okay. Um, <laughs> where oh, K Mag next, of course, isn't it? What yes. a return it has been for the K Mag. He's been quality. He has been until he just started crashing to stroll every lap. In yeah, Miami. but would you not if yeah. you had the option? Well, yeah, I suppose I probably would, <laughs> but. Yeah, Bahrain especially was the highlight, really. He's got 15 points in total. Yeah. Uh, 10 of those came in the first race. Yeah. Battle that out with the Mercs. Yeah. He has been, like, uh, yeah, just so good on his comeback, which I think it's a surprise for everyone. He was kind of like the feel-good story from, from Bahrain and Saudi, wasn't he? Yeah. The, all the hype it, was around the K-Mag. Yeah. And it's tailed off a little bit since then, but the car is not, in terms of pecking order, it's probably dropped a bit since then as well. I but think still, he's been very good. Haas are always weird, aren't they? They seem to be able to work out how to set up the car immediately. And then you kind of realise that they don't have as good a car as a lot of other teams around them as soon mm. as everyone else works out how to set, set their car off. I mean, 2016, they had a fantastic debut until they've got to put wheels on. 2017? No, was, no, no 2016, they just did do 2016, well. sorry, yeah, they did do well, didn't they? Or Grosjean did. They were sixth in Australia and yeah, fifth in fifth Bahrain. Fifth in Bahrain. 2017, they were running. They were actually on pace with Red Bull, Grosjean weren't they? Was, Grosjean was sixth in Australia as well until his engine cooked. Yeah, to retire. And then 2018 again, they were pretty that much on wheels. pace with yeah. Haas, uh, on with Red Bull, weren't with they? Red Bull. And then yeah, yeah, just forgot to put the wheels on the so, car. Uh, you thinking A or B? I'm like, thinking low end A so far for the K Mag. Yeah, that's probably fair enough. I think, Absolute especially fantasy Hall of Famer as well. Yeah, if he if he'd spent teams. last year in the sport and he'd done this, he probably would have been B. But the fact he's come in and delivered, yeah. I think, is worthy of A tier at the moment. Is it Alpha? Yeah. No, it must be Alpine. It's Alpha Tauri. It is Alpha Tauri in seventh. Yeah. yeah, they're a really weird one this year because it's so hard to read what's going on. Yes. Yeah, and again, this is just how difficult the midfield is, isn't it? This year. Yeah. But they haven't really done much like there's nothing really notable other than i would argue the snowden points in imola were very good yes yeah that was and what Gassi i was gonna was say gonna get points in bahrain as well until he got caught fire yeah and probably miami as well until Alonso took him out so he's been quite unlucky gasly has been Gassi. very unlucky as proven by the fact snowden has got most of the team's points hasn't he snowden has 10 gasly has six yeah but then gasly's retirement in bahrain probably cost him at least four yeah I also gave Snowden extra two. Yeah, Gasly could easily be sort of on 14 yeah. points and it would knock Snowden yeah. back slightly as well. Um, that but means... the drivers... Yeah. Yeah, it's weird, isn't it? Both drivers have know. not done badly, though, have they? All no, things considered. They've, been, they've been completely okay, but it's it's hard to be notable in that car. Like last year, yeah. Gasly could just stick it top six on the grid every race with no problems. Yeah. And it would be like, wow, he's really good. This year, the car just isn't quite there. No. So, no. yeah, it's, it's been hard to read. And I think it's helped by the fact, isn't it, that Sonoda's seemingly driving with a lot more confidence as well. You know, he spoke a lot over the winter yeah. about how he's, his first year in Formula 1, like I think we said last year, he probably wasn't ready yet on so many levels. You know, he spoke about fitness. He wasn't fit enough for Formula 1. Yeah. 
everything like that. It seems like now he's sort of gone away over the winter, knows what to expect now, and is delivering a whole lot better, which on the one mm. hand is making him look a lot faster, but is also perhaps making Gasly not look as much of a world beater as he once was. I've got a little um, head-to-head on my second monitor. I see. They, I think Gasly's Average. still like 4-1, isn't he? Uh, in terms of qualifying, it is 4-1 to Gasly. Yeah. But... I'm looking at average grid position and average race result. Gasly is three better on the grid position. Yeah. And uh, one better on race result when yeah. you're classified. So, yeah, I think Sonoda has been quite lucky to be outscoring Gasly at the minute. But he's done definitely better than he was last year. A bit like so, Albert. He's done yeah. the job, hasn't he? Yeah. At the end of the day. Yeah. So, I... Th- do you think B for both? I think both drivers are worthy of B tier at the moment. Because yeah, I think they. I don't. I I think Gazzy's been less looking to made look good as he was last year almost. Yeah. Um, but he's still delivering very well. It's just not got not got the points to show for it. Exactly, and like we said, he's kind of been a little bit screwed, hasn't he? The fact Sonoda's really yeah. got his act together, so it's making Gasly not look as OP anymore. Yeah. I mean, Sonoda. We spoke about this preseason, didn't we? You know, this is Sonoda's year to prove himself. Yeah. And so far, fair play to the kid. He's actually, And I can call him a kid because he's younger than me, which is still alarming. He's not younger than me. He isn't younger than you, though, no. <laughs> By a day. There we go. We take it. <laughs> but fair play to both drivers. I think, you know, they could still get a little bit more, but I do worry that the Avatar is just kind of going to go backwards this year and then they're both going to mm. not look as good as they probably deserve. Yeah. Next up is Alpine. And this is a really weird one. Yes. <laughs> it really is, isn't it? Yeah, because in terms of points, we've got Ocon on 24 yep. and Alonso on 2. Yep. But then if you look at Quali, it is, what, 3-2 to Alonso. Yes. Uh, one of those. Did Ocon get into Q3 in Australia? No. Is that... No. So Don't he think so, did he? He might have done, actually. Australia, let's find out. I'm trying so, to remember now. No, he did, yeah. So it's technically 4 1, because Alonso was definitely going to out qualify Ocon in Australia as well. Should have put a seal on the car. <laughs> oh, yeah, because he does that himself, doesn't he? You're an absolute Alonso hater, so I'm taking this. <laughs> so, yeah, Alonso's been incredibly unlucky this season. He has been very unlucky, and let's not also forget a cheat. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So Bahrain came ninth, just behind Ocon was seventh. Fair play, Ocon did better there. Yeah. Uh, Saudi Alonso was beating Ocon and then. Retired. Well, they had that fantastic battle, didn't they? Yeah. Early yeah. on. And then Alonso won out, and then his car broke down. Yep. Because uh, he's not French, they turned it off. <laughs> and then <laughs> Australia, he was going to be like pole position. No, he wasn't going to pole position. No. He was going to finish. He was going to qualify like top five. Yeah. Ahead of Ocon. And then he. Just turned into a nightmare yeah. weekend, didn't it? It was an absolutely awful weekend after that. And then Emilia Romagna, I don't remember what happened, but he retired. Mick crashed into him at turn one, and then when oh, Hamilton yes, overtook him, of his, his car fell his apart. His car just it, it went complete Renault on him. <laughs> and then Miami, he did just cheat. Yeah. And so then... he should have a lot more than two points. I mean, he's said, hasn't he? And I mean, this is part of why I dislike Alts, who's going, I should have well over 20 points by now. And you're kind of there like... You might have 15 or 20, <laughs> but I don't think well over 20 points is probably Well, he's a just considering thing. that he was going to stick it on the front row in Melbourne and get 18 points. Right, okay. <laughs> okay. 
But yeah, I he's got to get more luck at some point. But I think at least a B for Alonso because he, especially that Melbourne qualifying, he was absolutely on it. Yes, yeah. But again, it was the part of the track that really suited the car. Yeah, it's very easy yeah. to drive straight quick line. down a straight line, <laughs> especially in that Alpine. I think yeah. both drivers are probably worthy of B tier. I was actually going to give Ocon more praise than you are. Were you going to put Ocon in A? He's been so good this year. I was going to put him top of B. I don't like Ocon very much. But he credit where credit's due, he's been very good. Okay. I think A for Ocon. We'll, we'll put him in A for Ocon, apparently. Scored, in, scored points in all but one race. It's very true, yeah. Fair play to He's actually Matt, got top eights at all the time. Like 7th, 6th, 7th. 14th and 8th. I don't know what happened to Imola. I mean, you were there, so you should know. Imola, he got screwed, didn't he? I don't know. And obviously, again, that, that fan... Oh, yeah, he was stuck in a DRS train. Yeah, and that, that fantastic Hamilton, fight it? back at Miami as well. He did well there, yeah, just keeping the last, clean. Yeah. Is it Alfa yeah. Romeo up next? It is in 6th in the championship. No, 5th in the championship. Wow, Bottas is doing bits. Yeah. And he'd okay. almost be doing more bits had he not decided to watch Mercedes in his mirror. Yeah. <laughs> Should have got a fifth place there as well. Yeah. And Saudi retired from the points. Oh, oh, Bottas is. Uh, do I want to shout out an S for Bottas? I'm not sure. No, you do not. Okay, let's stick. He's not S. I think. <laughs> I think again. This is the thing, isn't it, with Bottas? And we kind of spoke about this pre-season. Bottas is a good driver. He's just yeah. not a good driver in a top car for some reason. And he's not Lewis Hamilton. No, that was the other big <laughs> thing as well. And bearing in mind, obviously, everyone remembers his last season with Hamilton when it's probably right up there as the best we've ever seen Hamilton drive because he got his back pushed up to mm. the wall. Yeah, 2020 and 2021, Hamilton was on a different level. Even 2020, so... I wouldn't argue that much. He, just, he got the job done no. in 2020. Yeah, he just had to win. He just won for fun, didn't he? Pretty much. Car was it, it was just a sort of a have fun and ruin other Formula 1 drivers' lives for a year, basically. Yeah. But Bottas, I mean, it's... I think I said this last week, but I saw a tweet that was like, this is why we shouldn't just give him a one-year deal. Over massively overrate everyone in the midfield because if a rookie or someone like uh, who's never had a shot in a top team was doing what Bottas is doing in an Alfa Romeo, we'd be telling them to give him a top like, team. Yeah, and we'd be like, yeah. get him a top team. And this is the he's th- going to be a champion. This is the thing, isn't it? That we always remind people: there's a reason the top drivers are in the top cars nine yeah. times out of ten because people can tell they're the best. Alonso turns up in a Minardi and then he's in a Renault in three years. It's like, yeah, because he's shown in the Minardi that he's that good. Yeah. Same with Russell. Exactly. Same with, like... There's, there's a reason why there. Hamilton the got a top seat. The reason Verstappen's yeah. got a top seat. And Vettel. And Vettel. Yeah. And Vettel now, not really. Uh, Leclerc really, has like, got a top seat. His rise is very good. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> People don't seem to appreciate the top drivers are that bit better. They've just got that little bit extra, mm. don't they? Which you could really argue, yeah, still for... Four, five drivers, five, six drivers on the current grid. I think it's fair to give that shape towards. Yeah. Um. So Bottas, I think, yeah, A tier is completely fair. He's yeah. He's sort of squashed a lot of the haters' doubts. A lot of people have said, you know, it's the fact he's got a two or a three year deal, isn't it? This year, I genuinely. It's just the pressures off. Isn't exactly. It? I like... genuinely believe he's just having a bit of fun. To be honest, he's yeah. not. If a bit if he like crashes what out, did, but he's got a better car. I say, if he ends up in an accident with someone, he ends up in an accident with someone. Fred Vasseur might be a little bit unhappy. But I've never seen Fred Vasseur unhappy. No, exactly. So it doesn't happen. Possible. I don't think, like, genuinely, I think Alfa Romeo are in quite a comfortable position at the moment, where it just seems like they're all having a lot of fun. To be honest, yeah, money's flowing in from China. 
<laughs> it's yes. happy day. Honestly, I think at the moment, genuinely looking at it, if I had to be driving for any Formula One team, Alfa Romeo would be right up there at the moment. Yeah, probably. It'd be a lot of fun. Bottas, you're going right to the top of A tier, I reckon, mate. No, we'll put him behind yeah. K Mag. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. And Guan Yu Joe. Joe Guan Yu. Joe Guan Yu, sorry. Has been incredibly unlucky. And it annoys me a lot. But, but has but it's also okay. done a whole lot better than I think most of us thought he would. Be honest yes, with me, including Jamie. Including you. 20th no, in the championship. Including in the me. Predictions. I completely agree. I didn't think he'd be as good as he has. But will you be completely honest with me as well and say, pre-season, you must have been bricking it. Because <laughs> you cannot genuinely come to me and say you thought he would be really quick. And he's, to be fair... He's been very respectable. I think, obviously, he's not been that close... Like, he's not been matching Bottas, no. I'd say, but he's been less than he's been less three, than four tenths off usually. Badly behind, hasn't he? Yeah. Which again was kind of he kind of got put into a lucky position, didn't he? Where if he was as quick as Bottas, it was kind of be there like, well, Bottas is washed up from Merck. Nah, it would have been he... Joe as good as good as Schumacher. Well, exactly. Good as good as okay. Hamilton, sorry. Um, <laughs> but if Joe wasn't anywhere near Bottas, it was kind of there like, oh well, Bottas is kind of happy where he is now, so he's delivering and again. Joe's a rookie. And Joe's so... a rookie. He has done better yeah. than I thought he would. Points in the first two Grand Prix, wasn't it? Even... No, only, only one. Was he it only, one point. only Bahrain, was it? Yeah. He overtook Hamilton as well, that race. He did. He should have got ninth, but a yellow flag came out, so he stopped. He couldn't overtake Alonso. Yeah, should have got ninth. Uh, yeah. Saudi, and also that was with the clutch just deciding it wasn't going to work. Yes, yeah. Um, For the first two races, that was where he qualified respectively, and I think 13th in both races. Yes. And then dropped to the back because his clutch just didn't work. Yeah. And the thing is so, as well, isn't yeah. it, with Joe Granu, he doesn't look out of place in no, a Formula 1 car thing, either. Yeah. And he, he, the luck will turn, I'm sure. He got, obviously, unfortunately, uh, got into in, in the Imola sprint, which ruined the whole weekend. Yeah. Maybe it was a bit naive of him, but I don't think it was his fault. Um, and again, we, we do yeah. kind of give some lenience towards the rookies, don't we? Yeah. You know, you kind of have Miami to. as well, he was probably going to get points. It was quite early days, but still. Oh, so it was a bit early to call, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, he's his luck will turn, I'm sure. And he's been doing very well, I think. Yeah. So I think I mean I'd say at least a C. I'd I'd want to be, but I I know you're the one controlling this. I was gonna <laughs> say to be honest, if he wasn't a rookie, I would have gone C. But as he's a rookie, I'm willing to put him bottom of B tier. There we go. I we'll think he's it. I think he's delivered. And also better than a everyone lot of laughing thought. at my Alfa Romeo pick in the predictions. Yes. The championship predictions. Still a long way to they're go. They're actually doing Jamie. better than I thought. Yeah. I put them sixth, and they're currently fifth. Yeah. So it's have that. Kind of mad, isn't it? <laughs> Madness. McLaren so next? Next up on yeah. McLaren, yeah. Uh, yeah, they've been really weirdly inconsistent. Inconsistency has definitely been their consistency, hasn't it? Yeah. Bahrain rolled around, and it looked like a disaster, didn't it? Yeah. They, their brakes were gaffer taped up, to be fair. <laughs> so it was quite hard for them to do anything that weekend. But they were probably the third slowest team. Yes. Along with Williams and Aston. Uh, Aston. But yeah, they've picked it up since then. Norris has actually got a podium, which I don't think anyone saw after Bahrain. <laughs> no, no, exactly. It's kind of been a similar story to last year, hasn't it, though? As mm. Norris has done pretty well, but time's running out for Ricardo at the moment. His stock is dropping fast. <laughs> like He's dropped yeah. as quickly as the UST Luna. Is it? Yeah, that's the one, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, yeah. What happened in Saudi to him? I don't actually remember. 
but he didn't finish. Oh, was it a crash? No, no it was. He was one he of the ones. He was one of the three yeah, that yeah. shut down on itself, didn't it? Yeah. In one lap. I don't remember where he was, but I don't think he was on the major points. No, I don't think so. Yeah. So he's definitely not been as good as Norris, but I do think Norris is quite underrated. But also, Ricardo should be doing better. Yes, Norris eight times race winner, nine times. Eight, yeah, eight or nine, isn't it? Norris is underrated, but Ricardo has been in the sport for a decade. At over the end of the day, now. yeah, over yeah. a decade now. It's, I mean, Norris. To be fair, I think looking at it, Norris is probably an eight-tier driver so far this year. Yeah, you know, that podium. And like we said, I think he's certainly one of those drivers that's in the conversation of different gravy. Um, yeah, but you we we don't quite have the faith he'll have, it. he'll have a championship or two. Oh yeah, you, you'd hope so, wouldn't you? He might sort of end up a bit like Jensen Button, to be honest. Yeah, um, as in sort of waiting for a while. Yeah, George Russell's slightly better, just slightly got that gift. Mm. Um, but I think we, you know, we could see him get a title. I think, to be honest, he might have to accept at some point that McLaren aren't the team they once were. No, but it does beg the question: yeah. is where could he go? It's sort of waiting for an opportunity. I think him and Max would be a great team at Red Bull. I've always said this: him and Max would I yeah, I don't know if he'd want to go to Red Bull with Max because the team will kind of always be built around him, really. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, it'll be interesting to see for Norris. But I think. For him, definitely A, because yes. he scored points in three out of five, but then they've been major points every time. And Miami, he could have scraped a couple, but had that instant with Gasly. And yeah, the Bahrain, obviously, the car was nowhere. So Norris getting that podium, getting the, the couple of uh, one top five in Australia and another top five in a sprint race as well. He's been good. And the podium in Ebola. Yeah. Ricardo, though. I'm looking at hmm. C tier, to be honest. I think, yeah, C. He's Am I forgetting points. any good results? So he, he basically matched Norris all weekend at Australia, but didn't beat him. Home race advantage? Uh, yeah, he came sixth there. He got sixth in the Imola sprint and then came 18th in the race. After he took out Sainz in turn one. remember what happened. Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah, you were there, so you'd know. He's just not been very good. No. And he's, he's going to have to pick it up quite quick, unless he gets another lucky win and banks on that all year. Oh, don't. Uh, <laughs> He never left. No, he didn't. I own these streets as my teammate last year. Yeah, I think. There we go. We desperately need Colton Herter in. Exactly. Or Oscar Piastri. Get him in the car. Get him in the car. Or Gasly. I see him to McLaren, to be honest. Next up, then, Jamie. Let's head down to Mercedes. Oh, your boys at Mercedes. Yeah, what a tough year it's been so far. (laughs) Now, I want to start this off, Jamie, with. George Russell, let's not argue against it, has been phenomenal. Uh, I, it's a better than people expected. I, I, phenomenal is very strong. I would argue... Because ultimately he has got a lucky safety car in three out of five races. Um, Miami was the only really lucky villain one, though, wasn't it? And Australia, where he jumped ahead of two drivers. He got ahead of two drivers, but he wasn't far away from them prior. No. It certainly helped. I completely agree. But. But yeah, he's been like to be. He's comfortably being Lewis Hamilton at the minute. Although I do think that's down to luck. He, like we and said, three of the five races so far, he could have very easily gone either way, couldn't it? Or yeah. so Bahrain Hamilton was quicker. Jeddah, George was quicker, but Hamilton had a yeah. dog-awful setup on the car. Yeah. 
Australia, uh, Hamilton was Hamilton was quicker. was quicker, but got screwed by the safety car. Yeah. Imola, they were pretty close in They're qualifying, even, but George but... had the edge, and then of course the race went pretty much as well as it could for George, and pretty much as it, badly it swung as it could as for Hamilton. Far from Hamilton as it could. Yeah. yeah, they were very similar pace, and George just got P four, and Hamilton got P thirteen. And then Miami, Hamilton, the Hamilton was quicker, Hamilton. but got unlucky <laughs> with the safety car. I think the point I was trying to make is we can rate George very heavily here, and I think a lot of people are kind of trying to slate Hamilton off so far this campaign. Hamilton has still definitely been right there, though. So I think... I think rating in the same tier is definitely about right. It's just the fact we have such high standards for Hamilton, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. You know, he's... For his own standards, Hamilton hasn't been brilliant. For Hamilton's but... own standards, he's probably putting himself in the C or the D tier at the moment. Yeah. But really, I think at worst still, he's got to be A. Hmm. What we say? Uh... I think... Yeah, what, with the car they have. Yeah, I think sometimes as well, what we forget is how close... Or It genuinely wouldn't surprise me if completely on raw pace, Mercedes had a car... You know, we kind of say they might have a bit of an edge over everyone else in the midfield. I wonder how much of that is just the fact they've got the two best drivers in the midfield by oh, I thought, a I thought you were going to say on the grid for a second there. I would, <laughs> especially with how well George has delivered so far this year, I would now argue they've got the best they've got pairing. one of the top two. Which... They've got one of the be- They've got one of the top two on the grid, in Hamilton. Yeah, and yeah, Russell. They probably do have the, the strongest. They've probably now, I'd yeah. say, got the strong. I was reluctant to say it pre-season, but with the way Science hasn't yeah. quite delivered and the way George and has, definitely has, I would argue Mercedes now probably have the strongest lineup. I think. Yeah. I want to put them both top of A, just because I think putting them in S. I think Norris has been better than the pair of them, to be honest, but. Yeah, I think they have to go together because people are writing off Lewis so hard. And I'm not a Lewis fan, no. but he has not been as bad as people are making it. No, he's been That's very cool. unlucky as well. <laughs> yeah. I think, yeah. Do we put them both in A then just behind I think so. Lando yeah. Norris? I, I'm, I'm willing to accept that. That seems fair to me. Then we move on to our final four then, Jamie. Red mm. Bull first? Uh, Red Bull are second in constructors. Yeah, yeah so, so Red Bull first. Yeah, Checo Perez has been quietly very good this season yes yeah quite unlucky on a couple of occasions yeah obviously Bahrain the reliability was the issue he would have got P3 well he should have got P3 if his teammate didn't break down first yeah and then should have got P no science was ahead he would have got P4 P4 sorry yeah Yeah. Jeddah could have won but again that one was a little bit of Charles Leclerc and Verstappen kind of Brought the radio game later on in the But afternoon. he was leading in the first stint. He was leading in the first stint. Safety car screwed him. A safety car like, did completely screw him, but I wonder how much, you know, Verstappen and Leclerc were going to have the ante in the second yeah. half of that Grand Prix. But I think definitely he would have got a podium there. Oh, yeah, definitely. He was quicker than um, Sainz. And he ended up being fourth. But that's his first ever pole position ticked off. Yeah. After uh, 10, Ten uh, years. 11 years in the sport. Yeah. <laughs> Australia, he was just quietly very good would have got a podium did get a podium but it would have been third instead of second had Max not retired yep Imola won two maximum points all weekend basically yep did everything this is the thing with Checo isn't it to sum it up he's done everything he's needed to not bad for another two driver as someone once said the only slip up we've really seen was that awful attempt at a move on Sainz at Miami but then that was down to his car breaking down which he had to try that didn't he exactly exactly he's been unlucky on occasions as well He's definitely got mm. the job done, hasn't he, this year? And I think now a lot of people, you know, again, it sort of goes back to this old thing of, you know, Sergio Perez is a good midfield driver, but he's never one of the top drivers. And you sort of like, I think, to be honest, he probably 
isn't that far away from no. a lot of he's the exactly, real top He's right. like the perfect mould for a second driver to one of the best on the grid. He is exactly what is, Red Bull needs. Which is what moment. he's doing. <laughs> and you wonder you yeah. know, whether he had a bit more support from the team. Of course, he's had a bit of a say on the car this year and everything like that. You know, a bit it has clearly drive, helped seems, him. Yeah. But you wonder sort of how not that far away from Max he would be in completely identical machinery. Um, or sorry, not identical machinery, but like identical input treatment. Yeah, yeah, everything like that. But yeah, I think third in the championship. Third in the championship. He's doing everything he needs to, isn't he? He's yeah. got to be a good A tier driver yeah, so yeah. far this year. Just behind Just the two hit. marks. Mm, yeah, sure. I think there's a case we made for just ahead, but yeah. He's right oh, there, he's isn't he, with him? Yeah, I think yeah. so far this year. Um, Verstappen, nice. then. It's S tier. I can't. I'm not going <laughs> to argue with that. He's won every race he could, other he hasn't DNF'd. Hasn't put a foot wrong, really, at all, that I no. can think of. I feel like he does. No, he other hasn't. Other than Q3 in Miami. Other than Q3 in Miami, but then still just completely rectified that. Has probably had the fastest car as well, though, but. Four wins yeah, out overall, of four races yeah. you finish. That's S tier. I'm not going to argue yeah. against that. Best driver on the grid. At the moment, you could certainly make an argument <laughs> for it. Wow, I'm clipping that up. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. On Just the Ferrari boys left. To Carlos Sainz. What a he's weird start weird. to the year this has been. Yeah. Because he's shown pace right up to the point of Q3 final runs, usually. Apart from Imola. Unravels. Apart from Imola where, yeah, he had a bit of a mess. He had a mare in Q2. Yeah, but he's been right with Leclerc up when until he's... the killer moments. Yeah, when it, when it really matters and when you sort of need that little bit extra. Yeah. It's where that little bit extra comes in, you know, Leclerc. You watch him over one lap sometimes. And, you know, he's you can tell by the way Leclerc drives on some of those qualifying laps. You know, you look at Monaco before he crashed. You look at... Baku was it a couple of years ago? Yeah, Baku he got pole position last year. Yeah, you think? But then yeah, and even like when you watched him through Formula Two, and he, I watched the clip a couple of days ago, Jamie. I don't know if you remember this of Brazil in 2018, oh, where it yeah. started to On rain in qualifying, yeah. and he still improved. Leclerc, yeah. I mean Leclerc is going in S tier, isn't he? Yeah, he hasn't yeah. been as good as Verstappen this year, but he's going S tier. It really just yeah, is. Only Imola is the only blot on his card, really. Yeah. And even that, I think, was just trying to give it everything for the home crowd. Yeah. But Sainz? Yeah, I think the races outside of Australia and Imola, he probably would be an A. But then you've got to consider those two races that were absolutely awful for him. Yeah. Imola, he was on... Well, he messed up in qualifying and then got unlucky at the start, to be fair. Yeah. But then had he not messed up qualifying, he wouldn't have been in the midfield. Yeah. But Australia... by itself completely takes him so anywhere bad. out of S tier conversation straight off the yeah, bat. Yeah, absolutely. By itself. I think for science, I would lean towards B. He's either got to be right like... at the top of the B or right at the bottom of A, hasn't he, really? But then again, we're then yeah. saying, has Bottas performed better than science this year? I would say he has, I think. Would mm... if you're, you're looking at two DNFs, both of which he had basically full control over. Not Imola. But... He crashed in qualifying. He crashed in Miami practice. Like, he's making a bit of a habit of touching walls. Yeah. Yeah. I think... Yeah. He certainly could 
get himself back into A tier, couldn't he? But two DNFs yeah, in the yeah. first five. I think by the, by the end of the season, hopefully, he will be for his sake. I think, yeah. At, at the end of the day, we've put Perez in A tier because he's doing everything he needs to in that team. It would be unfair yeah. to put Sainz there when he probably hasn't done everything he needed to down at Ferrari. No. I think that tier list is looking pretty good, though, Jamie. I think. Yeah, I think we've smashed it. Yeah, I think. Well, I'm sort of looking at Mick Schumacher now going, you know, could he be better than those two Aston Martin cars? But I then think that's no. probably last name bias, <laughs> to be honest. Um, yeah. Looking at it, I think I think genuinely we've done pretty well there, and like always, because we both know wheel, there weren't really many disputes. Is... Yeah, so don't comment what you think because this is just correct. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, we're, we're being like that, are we? This week, this is knowing wheel. We've told you this is how every driver has been so far. Yeah, and you're going you're to listen to it. Um, this is fact. <laughs> right. Let's let's just do it then, Jamie. Spanish Grand Prix predictions. Pole position, top three. Mm. I'm going in the game first, though. I'll just ring up uh, Oracle real quick and let me know who they think is going to win. No, Bybit, not Oracle. I keep getting that confused. I really did wonder where you were going with that, and I thought, has yeah. he made a mistake or has he just tried to be smart? Okay, he's no. he's been been he's mugged us both off there. Um, yeah. I am gonna put faith in Ferrari, which is a stupid thing to do, and I know I keep doing it at the moment, but I am going to say Leclerc, pole and race victory. I know it's getting boring every week, but I am. So top three in the race is gonna be Leclerc, Verstappen, Sainz. Very, very boring, boring, I know. But that's what I'm saying. <laughs> we should just reiterate, I'm winning at the minute. Um, yes, you are, aren't you? What's the score now? Like scores. 20 to like 14 16. or something? No, I'm way more ahead than that. Wait, am I? I can't remember. I thought the gap was like 6. It's 20 to 13. Is it yeah, 7 okay. points? I won't far out then. So so I can be a bit braver. You're going to go K-Mag for the dub, aren't you? <laughs> so I will go Leclerc pole. Oh, he's um, copying me. Is, he? is that your game yeah. plan to the end of the year? Now? I will go. That would be an amazing game plan. But no, I won't. I will go Verstappen race win. Oh, that's shocking, isn't it? You've said Verstappen, <laughs> I've said Leclerc for a race victory. Who would have Imagine. seen that coming? I will go Leclerc P2 and a bit of the Checo in P3. Okay, fair enough. So different. So also very boring. But yeah, there we go. different different race predictions at the end there. But anything else to add, Joe, Jamie? Before we get this wrapped up. I don't think so. I think it's like everything. No, I think like we said, you know, next few months, we've pretty much now, like we said, got back-to-back races between now and the end of July. Um, So we're going to be very, very busy on the channels. You know, if you are enjoying the podcast, we we do thank everyone uh, that somehow made it this far in each and every week. But yeah, like we said, though, let, let us know anyway your thoughts and feelings on our tier list this week. You know, Jamie said this is right. I completely agree with him, but... <laughs> You're more than entitled to your opinion. It's just whether we listen or not. That That's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> it's just the wrong opinion. Exactly, exactly. But thank you all so much for watching slash listening nonetheless. Actually, we probably just quickly better run through it, shouldn't we, for our audio listeners. We have said the 21 drivers ranking this year goes Verstappen, Leclerc, Lando Norris, George Russell, Lewis Hamilton, Sergio Perez, Kevin Magnussen, Valtteri Bottas, Esteban Ocon, Carlos Sainz, Alex Albon, Sebastian Vettel, Yuki Tsunoda, Pierre Gasly, Fernando Alonso, Joe Guanyu, Daniel Ricciardo, Nico Hulkenberg, Lance Stroll, Mick Schumacher, and Nicholas Latifi. Yeah. 
pretty, pretty good, I reckon. But yeah, like we said, though, thank you so much all for listening. And we will be back next week then, ready to review the Spanish Grand Prix.